That's pathetic. There we go. You spilled tea on my floor! Hi, welcome to Mastercast. Episode 22. That's, yes. Yes. That is... That is the episode the, we the are episode on. number. Yes. Ooh, big one today. Yes. So today is our MCU recap. And oh, I was going to make the thumbnail before you, but I was too busy editing a video that I'm working on that, if you're listening to this on day of release, should be up tomorrow. Oh, oh, that's my dog. He was letting in. Yeah, by the way, if you hear sounds of us struggling with the dog, it's because... Uh, we are struggling with the dog. Well, yeah. Yeah. Somebody so, bluntly. Well, so... Ah. <laughs> so, uh, today is the uh, UK release of Avengers Endgame. Yeah. But, Speaking of, I know something, I think. Do you? I know a spoiler. Keep it to yourself. All I will say, I'm, I'm, I'm still taking it with a bit of a grain of salt. Oh my god, Pat, shut up. I know you're the <laughs> channel mascot, but like seriously, shut up. Such a diva. Yep. Um, because I heard it from two different people in two different lessons, yes. and there was a thing that correlated, I was like, okay, that's probably what it is. No, Pat, Fortunately, it's kind of... I did say this was a bit bad idea, because half the conversation will be, no, patch, get down. Yeah, basically. Fortunately, it's kind of a something that I already half expected anyway. Don't tell me. Um, so it's not like a, it's not like the entirety of everything Rocket Raccoon does or whatever. Mm. It's something that, it's not like specific details or whatever. Um, but that is all I'll say. <laughs> You've really planned this out That's... with the dog. Yeah. Are you kind of regretting it now? Nah, he's fine. He's good. Should we not shut that door so we can't hear the water when he drinks it? Okay, fine. How about it? So, this so this this has been something we've decided to do, and we thought today would be the best day to do it, considering we're not watching Endgame on the day of release due to some ungodly reason, which involves our friend not booking it properly, Adam, and also the website's crashing, so we couldn't book it for today. So. Uh, today, instead, we decided to do not getting up. an MCU recap, recap, ranking, retrospective. Retrospective, yes. Words beginning with R. All of the words except Marvel Cinematic and Universe. Yes. So, do you mind? We have Stop. made lists of all twenty-one movies I'm apart from Mango. Apart from Endgame, because we haven't seen it, obviously. So, all 21. So, from Iron Man to Captain Marvel, including Paul the Incredible Hulk. Thank you very much, because it counts. Did, oh, yes, sorry. Actually, I'm a Nista 19. No, there's 21, Paul. <laughs> Are we including Incredible Hulk? Yes. Patch, Why would down. we not? Patch. <laughs> I'm being insulted by the dog again. Okay, I'm just going to pause it until we sort out this uh, situation. We'll see you in a... I mean, we won't Patch see you in a minute, down. but... Okay, we're back, and we came up with a temporary solution, but, you know... Emphasis on temporary, we may We it, may still, if, you know... It, we might still have dog troubles, but... It might you know, not work. Oh, well, that's going to cause troubles. <laughs> it is Just leave work. it for a bit. Yeah, we're not going to have we'll that. We'll sort it. So, our recap. So, uh, we, I mean, we're going to go We're going to go through these in terms of ranking in, in rather than release order, yeah? Yes. Yes. 
Partly because I can't quite remember the release order. The release order is Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, The First Avenger, The Avengers, Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, Spider-Man, Homecoming, Thor, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Boss, Captain Marvel, and Avengers Endgame. That's a release order, but it's fine. Right. Okay. Let's just do the ranking. Can't breathe. <laughs> Let's just do the ranking. Who's who's starting? Oh, so Paul's just done a ranking, and I've done a ranking, and for each movie I've done a little two-sentence summary. Um, Lucky for you, I am incredibly good at ad-libbing. And then we're going to... Um, well, yeah, I'm, we're going to have a discussion about it as well. Of course we are. But, um... So do you want to start? You've got some in pairs. I have got some in pairs. You're going to have to unpair them, please. You're going to have to choose. I am going to choose. That's why I had them in pairs, because at the time of writing said list, I was just like... Okay, but you have to choose, yes. and then when you get to the second one, you've got to say, you know, just make okay. sure that they're so, very interchangeable. In position number 20... 21. What? 21. 21. You have... Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. I have The Incredible Hulk. Okay. I have a number 21. Ooh. Let me do... Uh, no shit, Patch. Fuck off. Not you, Patch. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Stop. Stop. Hang on, we're gonna pause again. And we're back again. We're having real lots of fun here. Anyway, my number twenty-one is Thor: The Dark World. So what I wrote for this one, yeah, is just gonna chuck that down so you can't. Uh, despite being, surprisingly, one of the most visually appealing entries in the MCU, The Dark World feels like a waste of a Thor movie, even more so considering how the characters changed since in Ragnarok and Infinity War. The writers are a bit unintentionally racist by getting rid of Hogan at the start for no reason, mm-hmm. and 60% of the cast try their best with what they're given, while the other 40% clearly don't want to be there. I mean... Yeah, I I find with the Incredible Hulk that at the time it was released, it was a pretty good film. Mm-hmm. But it's coming up to it now, and these lists are completely subjective. Yeah, of course. It's it's the one that I am least passionate about rewatching. I see, I can see that because like obviously it's not Ruffalo. It's not. I I really love Ruffalo as the that's fair enough. Hulk. So that's a big influence on it. Also, the effects on Hulk. Uh, I mean, they're not as bad as people I they're think not, say they are, but they're not. They're that not great. great. Yeah, they're not great. Um, uh, there are some other parts in the film that I'm not too much of a fan of, like mm. the, namely the uh, cave scene. Where it's Hulk yeah. and Betty. I'm just like, did you really need that? Like, mm. really? Mm. I'd, I've got no qualms with uh, Ed Norton. Yeah. I, he's a great actor. Yeah. Tim Roth as well. Yep. They're both good. It's just, it's not, it's the film that yeah. I'm least passionate about rewatching. Because yeah. by no stretch are any of the Marvel films bad. Yeah. They're all pretty good. Yeah, Thor, see, so I've gone with Thor The Dark World because, I mean, if you've listened to any of this, you you know that I really don't like Thor The Dark World, and I will admit, when I rewatched it, I enjoyed it more than I did the last time I watched it. That being said, it is still last, because 
it does just feel like a waste of a Thor movie. Like it introduces a, an Infinity Stone, and it's like it's just no one care. I don't care. He's wrapped up by the end of it. Doesn't matter. You don't even need to watch this to under to understand the ether, because like nothing that it does correlates to it being the Reality Stone in Infinity War anyway. Yeah. So Malekith is a, a, a bad villain, um, and some of it it's got funny bits, but it's just meh. It's the most like bland. Okay, but that's. Okay. What's your number 20, then? My number 20 is... I should probably know this off by heart, because it's Iron Man 2. Same. Is it? Yep. Oh. 20, Iron Man 2. I've said... <clears throat> yes. A little too confident in the appeal of its main character for its own good. Yes. Iron Man 2 knows that the Avengers is going to happen whatever, so it just half asses everything because it knows it'll make money anyway. Yes. Uh, War Machine Mark 1 is still the best War Machine armour. Yeah. And Sam Rockwell would steal the movie if it weren't for that damn bird. Yes. I want my bird. My bird. Yeah, Iron Man 2, it's just, it's fine, but it's like, it is a just set up for the Avengers. It is a set up for the Avengers, and it's really annoying because it is branching out the story of Iron Man, but it's yeah. just like, come on, he's had two films by the time it's Avengers. Yeah, I, I think you, and I think either Whiplash or Justin Hammer could really work if you committed to just one of them. As opposed to both. Yeah. And Justice Hammer is really good. And he get him back. Just get him back, you bastards. Yeah. But so, uh, Whiplash really doesn't. It, it doesn't doesn't necessarily work. I mean, I like the Hammer drones. Yeah. Th- this is the thing with the film. I, I, this was the... I think it was the first MCU film that I went out to the cinema to go and watch. Really? The first one I went to the cinema to watch was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So I, 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 this was the first. I'd time seen uh, most of them before that, but oh yeah, I'd seen everything before I went to go and watch this one. But yeah, this was the first one I went to go out and watch, and it's probably one of the only movies that I've come out, gone out of the cinema and just gone. It's I mean, I mean, if I'd seen it that young, I would just have thought it was amazing because I did, I thought the Amazing Spider-Man two was good when I first saw it. So I mean, like this is this is the thing though, because looking back on it, it's got. It's got some pretty decent armour in it. It's got yeah. some very nice visuals yeah. in it. There's, there's like ACDC, and I love ACDC. Yeah, I think the Mark V's a bit overrated, actually. Which one's the Mark V? The, the suitcase the, one. The suit- I hate the suitcase one. It's just bad, isn't it? I hate it. It's not sleek, which is Iron Man's MO, really. No. Apart from the Mark One. But Mark One's badass. Mark One is just fucking fine, me. Yeah. But the, this is the thing, and it's... It's just, it's a. You say Dark World is a waste. I say this one's a waste because it's just like. Yeah, that's fair enough. Another Iron Man film before Avengers. Avengers, yeah, why yeah. Not? yeah, yeah. Why not? Well, let's do that one. Yeah, it's just not out there enough. That's yeah, that's fair enough. I'd say yeah. Yeah. So. So what is your number nineteen? My number nineteen is. Also, let us know when you get to ones that are doubled. It's Civil War. Really? Yeah. You said yours was edgy. Oh! <laughs> uh, my number 19 is The Incredible Hulk. Okay. Uh, for this one, I said, uh, maybe this one should be a bit higher. Hmm? Uh, but knowing that Ed Norton gets replaced by Mark Ruffalo makes The Incredible Hulk less fun to watch in hindsight, even though he's arguably a better fit for Bruce Banner. Mm. Arguably. 
Mm-hmm. It's definitely not as bad as most say it is. An abomination is pretty decent, I suppose. Uh, although I'm not sure why Liv Tyler whispers 90% of her lines. That is a big crap. The other one I've got to say. Yes, my, my, my number 19 is Civil War. Jesus, man. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Okay, this, well, this my, is... I'll tell you now, Civil War's not very high on mine either, so... Okay, but it's not this low, is it? It's not this low. <laughs> okay, so... You put Thor the Dark World above Civil War? Yeah. Why? Because reasons. You'll you'll find out. <laughs> I better believe find out. I'm not happy about well, that. The whole thing with Civil War is... My gripe with it, it was... It's a Captain America yeah. film. Which really an Avengers film, isn't it? Yeah, well, when you it's, hear my summary... It's, it's an Avengers film. Yeah. They just decided, oh, who's a prominent figure in Civil War? <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> so I'm just like... We can't think of any other good Captain America stories, so we'll just do Civil War. So, Fuck it. So, like, first, that's my first gripe with it. Yeah. My second gripe with it... The, the thing is... It's, with, it's a... The, the colour palette. Oh, yeah, it's a bit bland. It's isn't bland. It? The thing is, like, Civil War is like... I'm just going to move that a little bit. Um, Civil War is like it's too early for them to do it. Yeah, but it, there's right. no other time they could have done it. Yes. So it's like they kind of back themselves into a corner if they wanted to do Civil War, and obviously they did. But it's like, yeah, but that's 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 one issue with it. And I mean, there are great moments in it. I mean, like yeah. the reveal of Black Panther. Yeah, where he's. Bulletproof and can keep up with the super soldiers, and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. And then there's also uh, the comic panel coming to life. Yeah. I like that. Also, I'm quite a bit of a fan of the uh, Zemo win the Winter Soldiers twist. It's just like, ooh, he's actually shot them. Why has he done that? I don't like that because the trailers made it very obvious that that was never going to happen. So. I when I watched that, I the first time I watched that, I never felt like that was going to be the conclusion because I knew the conclusion was Cap and Bucky versus Iron Man. I mean, so I, that that kind of soured di- it, for you. yeah, it yeah. misdirection didn't work, and then obviously it doesn't work any times I've subsequently rewatched it because I I know what happens. Well, yeah, that's the thing. But when I first watched it, I remember I didn't follow too heavily mm. on it, so I was just like. Ooh, they're not doing. They this. don't do like they try. It's like they want to make that twist work, but they don't do enough to convince you that that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, so it just kind of falls flat on his ass. Generally, there are some good bits in it. Yeah, yeah. But oh, um, yeah, there are some great bits in it. But but overall, yeah. it's just I don't. Wow, <laughs> wow. I'm genuinely that's insane. Um, <laughs> what's your number eighteen then? Captain Marvel. Oh. Mm. My number 18 is Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh. With flaws both major and minor. Oh, become... that's a... That, with flaws... Oh, that's a... Big... Let me say my thing! That's a big gap. With flaws both major and minor that become more apparent the more you look for them, it's not hard to see how and why Age of Ultron broke Joss Whedon. A great vocal performance by James Spader is overshadowed by an over-designed CGI Ultron body, and the fact that the sub-Ultrons can fall apart from one punch is laughably pathetic. Mm-hmm. I realise I've put, uh, I spelt sub-Ultrons as ultsons, and pathetic is pathetic there, but that's fine. That's fine. 
So, Captain Marvel at my number 18. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there are bits that I really, really like. Like Talos. Yeah. The Pretty much the Skrulls. Yeah. They're fucking great. Yeah. It's just most other things in that film are just a bit meh. That's fair enough. Because, I mean, the, the Kree Star Force... Yeah. They, they, this is, like, very nitpicky for what we're doing here, but just... They're not that bright. I want the yeah. Kree to have blue skin. Yeah. Like the kind of brightish blue skin that yeah. Nebula sort of has. Mm. I want that kind of thing. It's a comic book film. I mean, come yeah. on, the massive space people go overboard. Um, <laughs> and there's also some... Especially at, at this point where we've had the Guardians films and stuff. Yeah. That does feel a little bit yeah. safe. It, it feels incredibly safe. And also the there is also other bits to it that I like. The um, Nick Fury as his yeah. himself. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... The Maria Rambo, no, yeah, I mm. feel that's a bit forced. There's like a little not much bit. chemistry there. Yeah, Captain Marvel's powers and most of the CGI in that film is just, oh, it's bloody good. And this, there's just bits of it that it's just you've got the whole Captain Marvel's power things with their insane colours and you've got the weapons with all their magical effects and mm. everything and then you just look at some other things and it's just like but this is very bland mm. when when they know that going full colour yeah. full like they can do that all yeah. guns blazing it just works so well yeah so that's yeah that's um, nice. Age of Ultron I just think is a bit of a mess an enjoyable mess well, I prefer the MCU Quicksilver to the X-Men Quicksilver. Um, I also do as well. I don't like that Ultron has, like, lips and teeth. Teeth? I'm not especially fond of. The lips I can cope with. I mean, it is the teeth that... Um, but... It's just, like... it It just is a mess. I think, you know, they try to make Hawkeye the, the moral compass of the Avengers, and it's like, only because he didn't get Anything. any character development in the Avengers, so like... Because he was mind-controlled. Hmm. Um, so you felt that was a bit forced, did you? Yeah. Okay. And, um... But, like, you know, that, that after-party scene is incredible. Yes. And, um... James Spader is really good as Ultron. I just don't particularly care for the design of Ultron. Okay. And um, I think the the Bruce Banner and Black Widow romance is a bit forced as well. Okay. This is rather intriguing. Yeah, I just think it's a bit of a mess. Okay. So are we going on to number 17 now? Yeah. Is it 17 now? Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. My number 17 is Thor the Dark World. Why is it above... I don't understand. Why is it so high? Why is it, do you want, would you like me to do, explain mine before you announce yours? Yeah. Right, okay. I just really like Thor. I, I really, really like Thor. I, I'm a sucker for Norse mythology. And, other, and bits of it don't know me because, you know, Curse doesn't look like that. The I think Curse is pretty cool. <laughs> I, I know Curse doesn't... Curse didn't look like doesn't look like that in the comics. So yeah, I know it is very garish in the comics. Oh yeah, so it will never come to life like that. I just wanted it to be 
a tad more yep. like Kess. That's the one grab I have with Kess. The reality stone stuff, the fact that it acts more like a power amplifier as opposed to reality dis- yeah. distortion. Really, come on, be a bit more inventive. Um, but other things like the whole opening with King Ball fighting the Dark Elves. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, okay. I really love that. I like, but like Natalie Portman, she just doesn't want to be there. She, she doesn't want to She be. really doesn't want to be there. I... Anthony Hopkins is like literally taken to piss. Yeah. Tommy Nelson is good, and Chris Evans has like steals the movie with his little cameo. Yeah. Also, Loki as Captain America, but like. Generally, I like. It's that. just boring. Although you know, it it really combats the bland uh, visual aesthetic of the MC as a whole. With its, you know, it's got some good use of lighting, mm. and I appreciate that. And it's got some decent music, and I appreciate also, that. Also, that I will say that. Um, Perhaps one of my favourite pieces of music in the entire MCU comes from that film. Is that the... You don't mean the funeral. I do mean the funeral. Oh! Not your rendition, but I like it. Hey, my rendition is beautiful, anyway. I I just really like that. Fair enough. I I prefer it more in Ragnarok when they use it to take the piss of Loki's death in the play. I just enjoy it more than those other films that we have listed, Brian. Alright, my number 17 is Captain America Civil War. So it's really not that far away, so you can't have a go at me. I never said it was that far away. Yeah. Um, so for this one, I said, it's trying to adapt a comic storyline that could never truly be done justice. Yes. Civil War is an Avengers movie that's twisted and squeezed into being a Captain America one. Yes. And I like it less and less every time I watch it. Indeed. Because of that. Uh, Spider-Man gets introduced just because we have the rights to him now. And I'll yeah. never find... I know that road. Unintentionally hilarious. What? When they show Tony the clip of his parents' death, he goes, I know that road. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? You know, a road from 20 years ago. Piss off. <laughs> uh, so that's why the, you, you just think it's a bit... Uh, a bit pointless? Yeah, like Spider-Man, there's no reason for him to show up. Yeah, there isn't. That's why I I, I, I didn't mention that, but it was just like, oh, come on. Mm. Really? Yeah. Instead of developing some of the other characters, you just go, Spider-Man! Do you want more tea? Yes, please. I'll try and stop with the tea ASMR, seeing as nobody likes that. Well, it is very loud. I'll move it closer to you. So... Uh, I'm not spill tea on myself. I'm not going to spill tea on myself. Thank you. You're very welcome. So we are now on number sixteen. Yeah, what's your number sixteen? I'm on three. Okay. Is that rather high on your list, Johnny? I can tell by your face. You'll find out. (laughs) Well, uh, okay. Uh, My number sixteen. I'll just. Is Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. Is that really high on your list? Yeah, same gap as Ultron. It may not be the best MCU movie, but it is definitely the most MCU movie. With connections to the wider universe showing up every few minutes that ultimately end up being a detriment to the film as a whole. To its credit, when it's good, it's really good, with highlights including that super intense scene in the car. 
Peter being genuinely terrified after getting trapped under rubble, and the cat PSA post-credits troll, where Evans is visibly trying to not smile because he's having so much fun. One of the best post-credits gags. I fucking love it. I'm not quite comfortable with where you put Homecoming. I'm not comfortable with you putting the dark world of a civil war. I don't... Right, okay, I'll talk about my own Man 3 thing. Yeah, go on. Right, so... The... Is it because of the Mandarin? No, actually. It's not because of the fact that Ben Kingsley isn't the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. I actually quite like the fact that he's not the Mandarin. Yeah. And I'm, I'm rather a big fan of it, because it's just like... Ooh. Yeah, it's place. different, isn't it? It's smart plays. Yeah. And it does make a tad more sense, given the climate when yeah. it was released. And also, like, the man, the comics Mandarin is a racist caricature. Very much so. So, um, so there's other aspects to this film that I'm not particularly a big fan of. There's the whole stint with the kid. Okay. I'm not the biggest fan of that. All right. Even though it does lead to some Tony suitless... Yeah. Iron Manning. I don't remember what I wrote for Iron Man Three, but we'll get there. I, I do. I do like some of it. I also, um, I also dislike pretty much the opening, where in the uh, I don't. I don't. You mean the flashback? Yeah. I don't. I don't like the whole beginning of that. I mean, as an, as a beginning to aim, I quite like that. Mm. Um, with the fact that it brings up the first thing. Of the extremist project, yeah. I like that, and I just thought, hang on a minute, I'll tell those two have met. Might yeah. as well clash them together as a solid foundation to hating Tony Stark. No, not really. Not really. No. No, and it's also there's Yinsen there just because he can be. Yeah. It's just like, why does Yinsen need to be there? Yinsen had so much sacrifice in the first one. Yeah. Um, so there's other bits like that. Um, also, the whole vice president thing. Yeah. It's a bit floppy. <laughs> but the leg. Don't. It's the, I'm so sorry. As, as, that was not okay. As, as, I have to formally apologise for that. That was not... As a plan for sort of world domination type things, really, the vice president of America, mm. what does... Name a vice president of America. Now, go. That's it, you can't. Is Mike Pence isn't vice president, is he? I don't know. I can't Dick have... Cheney, was he vice president? I think he was VP at one point, but who was he VP to? I don't know, I'm not American. Exactly. I don't know the... British... So, there's... Uh, uh, well, you put it like that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking us. So, there's... There's that. There's a bit floppy. There's other bits that I do like, sort of um, Killian being in the Patriot suit as like a little hint to Norman Osborn when he's not Killian. Oh, but Killian. It's not him. Is it not him? It's Sabin. Oh, it's his henchman. Oh, what fucking ever! I don't care. One of the extremist people (laughs) got in the suit and did the things. I quite liked it. (laughs) <laughs> because it was a hint to Norman Osborn when, when he was Iron Patriot yeah. and managed to trick people. Yeah. See, I don't know how that fucking worked, though, because you'd ask him to lift up the helmet. It's just, oh, he's not loaded. But... Um. Mm. 
there's bits that I like, there's bits that I don't like, and overall, it's just meh. Yeah, I just think that Spider-Man Homecoming, like, Peter just makes a dumb decision, like, all the time. He's just like, every, like, at first it's like, oh, he's a dumb kid, but then the more more bad decisions he makes, it just gets irritating. Mm, no, it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um... Like, Happy is just a bit of a dick to him. And, like, Toombs is a great villain. Vulture's a really good villain, but, like... I just I just didn't... There isn't, like, a like a really memorable action sequence for me. Okay. I don't know, I just didn't really like... I think... I just think it had too many references to the wide MCU for its own good, to be honest. Alright, okay, then. What is your number... Fifteen. Yeah, it's you first. Alright, fine. Avengers. The event, the first one. The Avengers. Oh. Oh, is that your number one? It's not. No, it's not my number one. <laughs> is it your top three? You'll find out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the original Avengers. <sighs> There's bits that I really love. Yeah. But also, having seen how far the characters have come from that point, I just can't hold it up to the rest of them. Okay. I, just, I just can't. Okay. So, there's... There's... The develop... There's... What they established with Captain America... Would you, wait, did... First, first Avenger came out before The Avenger. Yeah, it was the last one before The Avenger. Yes, okay, so... I liked what they did. They're all in order there. Oh, are they? Oh, that's yeah. good. Uh, I liked what they did with the first Avenger and developing Cap's character. I just felt like a bit of a caricature in Avengers, just like, oh, yeah, okay. old man, out of time, doesn't it? Runs on some form of electricity. Yeah, really. that joke never really worked for me. <laughs> really? There's other well, the Flying Monkeys, I understood that reference joke. That works, but the it seems to run on some form of electricity. Just really. Like you had, you did have electricity in the 1940s. You weren't using fucking gaslight. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's that kind of thing that I'm not particularly... Afraid. I mean, for, right. Also, he works and fought against Hydrotech. Yeah. Ooh, it's a bit of a wire. That's terrifying, isn't it? Rather than some giant blue, massive nebulous energy source. Whatever. Right. There's that kind of grab to it. There's... It's... It really is just because of the fact that this was the starting point for those characters. And some of them have developed so massively. Yeah. And also I felt that some of them beforehand were also a lot better than where they were at this point. Yeah. I will say the Battle of New York's pretty good. Yeah. I do like it. Yeah. There are some funny quips out of it. There's some great teamwork scenes and all of that. And I also like it how Captain America in that point really became the leader. Yeah. Those are the bits I like. There are some generally good performances. And then there is just, as a whole, meh. Because this is the point in my lists where it's just like, okay, these are all good films. Yeah. It's just this one is the least good film yeah. in my eyes. Uh, okay, my number 15, that's what we're on, yeah? Yes, it is. Is Ant-Man. Ooh. Uh, quite why people said it was the most standalone MCU entry at the time, when there was literally, see, uh, literally a scene with Falcon at the Avengers Mansion, 
I don't know. Yeah. But Ant-Man has fun knowing that its main character is stupid. That's why nobody can say his name with a straight face. <laughs> Michael Peña is the undisputed MVP. But yes. Corey Stoll plays a caricature rather than a character. Mm. I mean, all very good points. I... It actually has something in common with the Avengers, which I will get to when I talk about the Avengers. It's not what you. Th- it's not. Alright, okay. I'm be- I'll be interested to see what this in common thing is. Don't hype it up too much. It's not. No, but I'll be interested to see what parallel you drop. It's not. It's not a story type thing. I'll, you'll still, un- still, you'll understand. I'm still a bit yeah. curious. So, this is your number fifteen. Yeah. I will admit. Ant Man is Ant Man is uh, fine. It's good to watch. Ant Man is just fine. It's not. It's not bad. It's not great. Just a film. You know, it exists. Good film. So that's that's where you put it. That's what. Yeah. Would you like to hear my number fourteen? Is it Ant Man? It is Ant Man. (laughs) 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 For basically the same reason. It's the most like average, isn't it? It's the most fine of them all. I think. Yeah. I mean. Oh shit! No, it's not. It's not Ant-Man. It's not Ant-Man. It's Ant-Man's the one after that. It's 13. Fuck. What's your number? F- Black Panther. 14. Black Panther. Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther. Okay. Black Panther. Why? Sorry, we cocked that up. It was going to be professional. <sighs> Fuck's sake, boy. Uh, quick rundown as why my Black Panther is number It's 14. not your Black Panther. Black Panther. belongs to you. Black Panther is my But I'm still the black people. Look at all the black people. Okay, so first off, that. Yeah. I didn't like that entire stick about. Yeah, I mean, go equality. Yeah, go. This is a creative decision that you choose to do everything, but for fuck's sake, start putting it down our throats. Yeah. Uh, also, um, it basically broke Chadwick Boseman. The the press. Wakanda, for, yeah. yeah. Wakanda maybe. Wakanda, if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> it, it broke Chadwick Boseman. Patch, please. We're just going to pause. <clears throat> so, Black Panther, it's, it broke Chadwick Boseman. It did. It was a bit stuffed in our faces. Yeah. Villain was great. Yeah, I think... I'll, I mean, I'll get to it when I talk about Black yeah. Panther. Yeah, it seemed it was, in my eyes, overhyped. But it's just a film that I will like watching yeah it's it's got to this point in the list where it's just like I would gladly sit down yeah they're all good from here now now it's just I mean I mean I would watch most of them but it's just the, the yeah these ones are the ones where it's just like okay now it's hard to choose we're getting a bit nippy also can we just talk like the rhinos really yeah that's dumb and some of the jokes like, I mean one that never got me was uh, the chase scene in career yeah just good guns so primitive and i'm just like you have a fucking spear see that kind that joke i sort of liked but the um the joke when they when claw destroys the car and naki is still in the seat that's dumb yeah my number 14 yeah captain marvel <clears throat> the only film here that I haven't yet rewatched. The unfortunate truth is that Captain Marvel will never be able to separate itself from its real-world political climate, at least not for a long time. 
Mm. Uh, regardless of its quality as a film, which is fine, but definitely more forgettable than some MCU, some, some other MCU entries. Uh, everyone here seems to be having fun, though, except maybe Jude Law, he looks a bit bored. See, I think that's fairly the same criticism that I have for Black yeah. Panther. It's just, it got a bit too political. Yeah, it's the real world climate, isn't it? Yeah. And that is something that I, that I, I agree with for Black Panther, but... Yeah, Captain Marvel's just kind of By fine. no means are we against equality, it's just... Oh, yeah, no. For the love of fuck, it's a comic book movie. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's it's just hard to separate them now, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't do enough to... It doesn't have as... Uh, it's not, like, dis, as distinct in its style and tone as some of the others. Yeah. But that's just... I think, it, I think this is some of the ones we can just go, it's a Marvel film. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a Marvel film. And that's a good phrase you can use for it, because it is a bit generic, but... Yeah. Number 13. Now, don't tell me. Is it... Yeah. Is it... Uh Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. No, it's Ant-Man. Oh, shit! (laughs) It's Ant-Man. God damn... Alright, film. It's just fine, isn't it? <laughs> it's not alright, film. It's just so fine. Pretty good characters. Villains. Yeah. Spishy. Yeah. Um, I think Yellow Jacket might even maybe be worse than Malekith. Potentially. I mean, I first, mean they're both shit. The advertisement for the Yellow Jacket suit was just like corporate espionage. She just went, what? <laughs> the, the advertisement for the Yellow Jacket suit introducing the Yellow Jacket. Only purchase this if you're evil. Yeah. Pretty much, and also, um, I cannot escape the fact that one of my friends thought the science in it was 100% accurate. As in, like, you can feasibly get a man to go smaller than the size of the piece that makes up one atom, and I was just like, no, you can't. Anyway... Yeah, you can if you shrink the space between them. I just can't. okay, you can shrink the space between them, but you can't make the things that make it up any smaller. So you can't make something that's made up of say six electrons smaller than one fucking electron. Which is why I just can't stand the whole quantum realm. It's just like maybe if it was a dimension jump, sure, but it's not. They just explain it as. You get smaller. I don't like it because of that. And that's okay. why it's down there. Apart from that, I'd watch it any day of the week. Fair enough. Yeah, what's yours? Number 13? Yes. Thor. The biggest jump up in my ranking since the last time I watched all of these. Thor is just nice. And as much as I hate to admit it, Loki was probably the best Phase 1 villain even before the Avengers. Yeah. Ooh, no. No, I don't agree with that. Okay. Faggy is right to regret Dank's Hemsworth's eyebrows because they look fake as shit. Uh, and my neck does hurt a little bit uh, due to having to adjust for all the aggressive amounts of Dutch tilt. That is perhaps my biggest gripe with that film. The Dutch still. My neck hurts. Yeah. That's the only thing. I just pulled my jaw. My jaw hurts. I don't know what's done. <laughs> it's... So... Is, is, that, is that... Everything else in that film is pretty good? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just nice. It is. It is. I really, it's a nice I really, little film. I really like Thor. Yeah. And it's yeah. got some nice music. It, it's some very good music. Yeah. Yeah. Thor has some... The whole Thor trilogy has pretty good music. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that isn't necessarily brought up because, again, they can just say it's just vaguely Marvel music for most mm. of them. So, uh, are we on number 12 now? Just wait. Are we? Yes, we are on number 12, Paul. And we now have what is the dog. Yeah, we now have the dog with us. So. My number 12 yeah. is the second Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Whisp. The Whisp. Hmm. I have put that one higher. I can't quite remember why. It's probably because I had a laugh watching it. Yeah. I'd, I really laughed watching it. It was very funny. just really had a laugh watching yeah. it. It was funny mm-hmm. moments. I mean, the villains, they're not particularly good, but my God, are they funny. Yeah. It's just it's just a really entertaining film. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I could put it higher, but purely because of the fact that it's not stellar. Yeah. It's just pretty good. Yeah. I like watching it. Uh, my number 12 is Doctor Strange. <clears throat> Probably the most formulaic of the bunch, at least in Phase 3. Yes. Doctor Strange is a good movie that becomes a great movie in his wonderfully creative third act. The yes. pop culture references are painfully unfunny, yes. but few and far between that they're mostly forgivable, and a great cast all bring their A-game to a sorcery mumbo-jumbo filled script that's just self-aware enough to avoid being ridiculously silly. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. It's just kind of alright, but then when you get the time stuff and the dark dimension stuff and the time looping, it, it, that's really good. It goes from being alright to oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. But the first two thirds are just alright, so. Yes, they are. I will wholeheartedly agree with that one. That. Yeah. That's just a generally good analysis of Doctor Strange. Yeah, what is your number 11? Doctor Strange. Well, funny enough, my number 11 is Ant Man and the Wasp. So we just swapped. So, one of the things that I really. Are you, like sure you've, are you sure you've got that right and you've not gone to actually your number. No, I've done it properly. <laughs> Good. Right, so Doctor Strange. You've said all that kind of thing, and I love it. Yeah. But one thing you haven't mentioned, or two things you haven't mentioned, oh, that I then. love. Teach me, boy. Uh, numero uno, it's got uh, the man that played Deadpool in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, yes. Scott Adkins. Yeah. That fight scene is just glorious. Yeah, it's pretty good. Also, uh, the Lamborghini crash. What about it? I just really like it because it's all done practically. Fair enough. And that, that I'm a real sucker for cars in real life anyway. And then when car crashes are done practical and it looks as good as that. Yeah. I'm just... Because Lamborghini, they gave them six cars. Yeah. This, La- that alone is like 1.2 La- million. It's like 1.2 million Bitch, dollars. I know you see me Stop in my Lamborghini. Oh shit, I crashed! <laughs> it's a Doctor Strange version. I also like it how the now I am a wizard. Stop it! I also like it how their one contractual like agreement was just make sure it's abundantly clear that it's him who causes the. Then it's his, yeah, it's his fault. Not us, because let's face it, it's a testament to Lamborghini as well. Because did Doctor Strange die in that crash? No, 
He's still alive. Good on you, Lamborghini. Oh, well done, Lamborghini. Also, bad Lamborghini. You sold it to Batman. Lamborghini has plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know why, do you know why Lamborghini exists in that film? Why? Because Lamborghini's owned by Audi. Fair enough, isn't it? <laughs> and, and of course... And of course, even Shane won't drive an Audi. He'll drive a Lamborghini. Yeah, so Ant-Man and the Wasp, for this one, I said... Yes? Inexplicably the funniest of all of them... <laughs> The funniest. I, do, I, the most, I laughed out loud the most re-watching this one. Uh, literally everyone in Ant-Man and the Wasp is hilarious, and it gradually gets more and more silly until the third act chase sequence, when it almost becomes a parody of itself in the best possible way. Yes. The inclusion of ghosts makes the action even more inventive than the first. Yes, it does. And it mag- manages to tell a cohesive story, even with the ridiculous number of subplots, probably because there's five credited writers... For some reason, including Paul Rudd. Why you need five writers for such a fine, just alright film? I don't know, but. It is the most laugh out loud film that Marvel have made. And I really love it. Also, the ant that plays the drums. Yeah. That's so fucking hilarious, and I don't know why. It's just so funny. <laughs> it just goes through. It goes through Paul Rudd's daily routine, and I just the best thing is when he's in the bath. <laughs> I find the drunk kit just so funny because I'm just like, "What in the shit is he doing?" <laughs> playing the drums. I know he's playing the drums. <laughs> oh, it's just so funny. Oh god, it's just so. A funny film. Here we go. Top ten. What's your number ten? Is it top ten? One. Yeah, we're on top ten. Ten. Ultron. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. How the fuck did this make it in your top ten, man? I just really like it. It's a mess. I like it. Okay, but it's a mess. I, I really like it. Alright, my number ten. <laughs> Black Panther. How did this make it into your number ten? Not as good as everyone thought it was when it came out, and the ropey CGI does let it down. It does. But now we're able to view its quality as a film without the overbearing nature of its real-world cultural impact... Black Panther is admittedly pretty good. Yeah. Andy Serkis and Winston Duke still the first and second halves of the film, respectively, but Forrest Whitaker is embarrassingly shit. The king will now have the power of the Black Panther stripped away! Okay, I just really don't like... Quit your, don't quit your day job, Mr Whitaker. I just really like Age of Ultron. I really like Ultron. I really like the... James Fitt is really good. I just don't care for the design. It's over-designed. The, the, the first iteration of Ultron where he's been wrecked. Yeah, that's fine. Hot. Yeah. And when he first gets his big suit. I suppose. Ultron... Uh, it doesn't... It, Ultimate Ultron in Sokovia, the end, is... No. No. That that Ultron is pretty bad. I do like the little joke of it where... I'm unjust. You've induced him. Yeah. <laughs> he does look puffy. It's like, you, so you made him look puffy, and then instead of like fixing it, you just made a joke about it? To be honest with you, I It's not like even a fucking real prop! I wouldn't mind if they fully embraced the Ultron and really just made him look either him or his drones like look like comic Ultron. See, yeah, see, the drones look sort of like comic Ultron, but I'd rather have a him, consistent design yeah. thing. And I wouldn't like... And I, d- his... I, d- I don't think that you need the drones. I think you should have just had him working just on his own. But you know what would have been really cool? What would have been really cool? Yeah, maybe 
say, as many Ultrons as there are Avengers, each a little specialised to help Maybe, but, like, Abomination was originally going to be in Age of Ultron, and I would have preferred that. Hmm. Okay, so I just really like Age of Ultron. Okay, I suppose. I mean, the party scene as well. Yeah, the party scene's great, so, you know. What a good scene. Also, also, you mentioned that Hawkeye felt a bit forced. I just really liked it. Yeah, it's nice, but it feels forced. Sure, whatever. I just like Hawkeye. And, like, the fact that Helen Cho shows up, dies, and then is never mentioned again. It's just weird. Oh, I just really forget about that. Yeah. I, I don't even know why she's in the after party scene. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand that, but whatever. Okay. It's enjoyable. Age of Ultron is one of those where, like, whilst you're watching it, it's really enjoyable, and then it ends, and you're like, oh, it wasn't as good as I thought it was whilst I was watching it. That's, at least yes. for me, that's how it is. Okay. Can we go number nine now? That's my dog pitter-pattering on the laminate. Yeah, what's your number nine? My number nine is Thor. Oh, shit, yeah. I'm losing track of what we've put where, so... Is it, isn't your Thor kind of low? Thirteen, I think, my Thor. Thirteen. Thor oh, my Thor's number nine. Yeah, Thor's thirteen for me. So, there's one gripe I have with this film. Yep. It's the fucking the camera angles. It's not necessary. There's one good scene for it. When, th- when, when Loki like, goes on the throne, it's yeah. I am now king, and I just go, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. But the rest, when they're just... like walking through the hospital, what's the point? I feel like I should just permanently watch it. It's like on the d- side. Yeah, isn't it? I'm not going to tilt the TV, so I have to tilt my neck, and my neck just aches. You have to get your, your TV on a, on a thing <laughs> where you can... Stop. Yeah, yeah, with little handles... <laughs> Oh, you, you just have, a little, it, you you have like a little wheel that's attached to a pulley system. You just turn. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to go up and mess. Yeah. It. You just turn. Every it. time it comes to the pause, it go up, move the TV, <laughs> sit back down. <laughs> so yeah, that's the one gripe I have with this film because yeah. just visually it's so beautiful. It just is nice, isn't it? It's also of high line. Although Thor is a bit of a bloodthirsty dickhead, but that's the point. I yes. That's what I was going to say. I also like it that they made Thor look like a colossal twat. Yeah. And then just, it was that was his whole arc, and I was just like, oh, that's actually quite nice. Yeah. Also, Coulson. Yeah. S- Son of Cole. Son of Cole. Son of Cole is so good. Yeah. Uh, my number nine is Iron Man 3. Ooh. The worst thing about Iron Man 3... Yes. ...is that they buckled with the Mandarin twist and made a short just to make it clear that the real Mandarin does indeed exist, even though we are never going to see him. They did that? Yep. They made a short called All Hail the King with Trevor Slattery in prison and a guy's interviewing him and then he points a gun at him and he's got a ten rings tattoo on his wrist and he goes, uh, you saw my boss's name and now and he's not happy about it or something. Because because there's so much outrage over the Mandarin twist, they went, oh, well, the real Mandarin does exist, but we're never going to get it. Yeah. So, why? Uh, RDJ gets the most he's ever had to do in one of these, uh, but Guy Pierce is a villain because girls don't sell toys. Also, it's set at Christmas for absolutely no reason. Got to mention that. Yep. No, I didn't like that either. The, so, Maya Hansen was originally going to be the main villain, uh, and Marvel said no, because... Girls don't sell... They, did, they didn't think a, a girl, a female villain, would sell toys. Okay. Because so. obviously everyone's got a load of old rich Killian 
Toys. Of course. I have several. Mm, yeah. How many have you got? Um, uh, 53. Good God. Yeah. You, uh, some of them are custom, though. though oh, but, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. One of them is even... Um, it's, I mean, it's not in the film, but it's him in the Iron Patriot armour as a nod to Norman Osborn. Yeah? Mm. Yeah? Mm. Mm. Fuck off. oh yeah so now we're getting to I think have we done it no we're not quite at the point where we've got all where we've done all of each of what we've all said yeah we're not at the point where we've just got the same ones left yet I thought we might be but we're not no I don't think we are what's your number 8 Captain America the first Avenger okay I think that this is only better than Thor because I don't have to tilt my head. That's fair enough. Good music. Good overall action. Villain is a tad weaker. Yeah. But I think that's just by the nature of it. It's, oh, what is it? It's just a Nazi Captain America. I'm sorry, we just paused because I needed a shit. Okay, so... We're you were saying? The first Avenger. Yes. Uh, it's just a Nazi Captain America. The rest of it's pretty good. Tommy Lee Jones doesn't even care, as he never does. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. He doesn't care. He yeah. do what he wants. Yep. It's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, it is Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, also Hugo Weaving. Yeah, he is in this. And, and, uh, um, um, the, uh, uh, muscles. Yeah. Lots. And lots. Are we on number eight? Is this number eight? I think we might. Yeah, be. it's number eight. Yeah, it's, it's number, number eight. eight. What's your My number eight is the Avengers. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I spent the entirety of my time rewatching the Avengers, trying to imagine it in widescreen as opposed to the aspect ratio it's actually filmed in, oh, which yes. is sixteen by nine, which is the television ratio. Television aspect ratio. Uh, uh, so I was doing that whilst I was watching it, uh, and kind of forgot to just watch the movie. But it's still really good and just about holds up seven years later. Just about. Uh, just Whedon knows how to make these characters interact. But I can't in good conscience defend Cap Suit in this, even though I desperately want to. This is not a good costume, is it? Not particularly. Especially not with a mask. Definitely not with a... Um, yeah, that, so what it has in common with Ant-Man is the aspect ratio is not widescreen. It's the... Who is that the same with Ant-Man? Uh, Ant-Man is not quite 16 by 9 it's like so Doctor Who Series 11 actually has this where it's got the it's a, it's like 16 by 8 so it's a little bit yeah a little bit narrower but it's not widescreen and I don't think that it is 16 by 8 but it's got little tiny black bars at the top and bottom so it's not full widescreen but it's not it's 16 by 9 it's not full yeah it's nearly okay so it's not full screen, but it's not it's, widescreen Yours is either. just a cin- cinematography crime. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, it genuinely want, want it made me want to put it in, like, an editing software and convert it to widescreen, but then you realise how important the aspect ratio is to some of the cinematography. Yes. And it's like, I can understand it, because at the time, Whedon was used to TV stuff, so using aspect ratio is comfortable with makes sense. I mean, the way he composed shots, none of it was but, wasted. But it's just weird, yeah, but it's just... In a cinematic universe, it kind of takes it out of the universe a bit. It's the it's the consistency. Yeah, it's the okay. So because that's what 
really just majorly two films that suffer from just the, yeah. the way they Ant-Man suffers from it a bit less, I think, though. Because no, everyone I mean, says that Avengers looks like a TV show because the lighting is a bit flat. But I think also the aspect ratio yeah. adds to that. But the, I wasn't going to go with Ant-Man suffers from the way that they've shot things or the way that they present uh-huh. things. It's it's Avengers and Thor. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Because of the tilts. Yeah, and because of the tilts. If, if you got rid of the tilts and set all but that one scene, it'd be great. Yeah, fair enough. It'd be great. You wouldn't, your neck wouldn't. Be. I think maybe it's because, like, the New Mexico setting is supposed to be deliberately bland compared to Asgard. Yeah. But, like, just whacking a load of Dutch tilt to make up for that doesn't, that's not, doesn't work. Yeah. What's your number seven? My number seven is Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, that's a big jump up, isn't it? It's is a very big jump oh, up. Mine. Although it is, it is the same as Age of Ultron, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's too connected to the wider MCU, but it doesn't stand on its own enough. I quite like it. Yeah, you know. I quite like it because the the whole thing of Spider-Man was just Tony brought him in. Yeah. So, it's Tony. But also, it twats up the continuity. Oh, yeah. Because it's got that eight years later title card, which you can pass off as a mistake, but then Toom says that they've been doing it for eight years as well. Yeah. So and it's harder to look past that when you bring it up, yeah. But to be honest, I didn't really notice that. I didn't really care because Tombs, great villain. Oh yeah, no, he's a great villain. He's so and that good. scene in the car is fucking incredible. That that scene in the car is just like he just he, he's a bit suspicious. Then it's more details revealed, more details revealed. And yeah, he just goes, "Thank you," is what he meant to say. And yeah. It's just, and Peter's like really baffled, and it's just, and, and it's just like, thank you because I didn't kill you. Thank you for saving your life. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, it's it's just so good. Yeah, it's such a good film. And you also you don't like the kind of tie-ins between all the ones and the some way. of them work, but I think they're just too many. Also, the Captain America stuff. Is very good, it's but amazing. only really in the post credits. In the post credits, it's magnificent. In the post credits, mm. and it's just generally a film that I really like watching. Well, you know, that's fair enough. My number seven is Avengers: Infinity War. Seven. Yeah. Oh. Uh, unlike Civil War. Yes. I uh, can't be edgy and call Infinity War massively overrated because it is such a masterclass in franchise storytelling that never feels like it's struggling with juggling its 7,000 main characters. Some surprise standouts are Mantis, Okoye, Wong and giant Peter Dinklage, although M'Baku just shows up and doesn't do anything and for some reason Ruffalo unnecessarily shouts half of his lines. Also, that Beatles line is not funny. It's the, the like a band, like the Beatles. Fuck off! You're not from the six. You, you, why? 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 He's supposed to be a very intelligent scientist. Yeah, but it is. I mean, the top. These top seven are all. I mean, all these top ten. The top eight. The top. All of these are oh, all really good. good. They're pretty inseparable, to be honest. They're good films. It's just. What we prefer. Yeah. So, are we going to go on to number six? Yeah, what's your number six? Guardians 2. You're going to say anything more? I don't really think Guardians needs much of an explanation. Okay. My it's... number six is Thor Ragnarok. Mm, okay. 
uh, expertly managing to juggle two major comic storylines, along with following on from Age of Ultron and setting up Infinity War, Ragnarok is assured in its goofy comedy and irreverent tone, although the changes made to Thor as a character aren't as gradual as they perhaps should be. Mm-hmm. Like, he just starts the movie being more funny than he was in Age of Ultron. He does. Uh, unfortunately... Tessa Thompson's accent is a bit all over the place, and Mark Ruffalo, here he is again, just looks directly into the camera whenever the rest of the cast up staging with improv. There are times when he, like, when they're, like, calling it the Revengers, he's like, because you're getting revenge and I'm getting revenge, and Ruffalo's like, uh, undecided, and just looks straight into the lens. <laughs> it's like, good old Mark. So, so Guardians 2 is in number six for me, just because I like watching the other films more. Okay, that, that's that's the yeah. only reason why it's in number six. It's just I'd prefer to watch these other ones because I, mean, I think soundtrack again, is yeah. beautiful. Times to the wider Guardians continuity are great. Yeah, um, the villain being Ego, they yeah. managed to do a celestial slash massive Planet. entity being thing. Yeah, and for a comic book, they didn't fuck it up. Like Galactus, yeah, or yeah. Parallax, yeah. they they did ego justice. Yeah, they managed to get a planet with a face, and it didn't look totally hilarious. It was it was just also Adam Warlock teased at the end of yeah. it. Yeah, I fucking love Adam Warlock in yeah. some comics. He's just so good, and just it's just a really really good film. Yeah, uh, Ragnarok, I think. It's really, it's good because it's, so much of it is, like, relies on the comedy. Yeah. And the improv. And But it's good comedy and improv. And I, like, the first time I rewatched it, I was worried that it, it was going to have a bit of the Deadpool problem, where it doesn't hold up on a second time because you know all the jokes. Yeah. But it, it, it manages to be better than just the jokes. It does. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's really, really good. Although Immigrant Song is weirdly low in the sound mix. Both times. Yeah. Okay. So, my yeah. number five. Top five! Best of the best. My number five. I think we've got more. I have a feeling on number one, my... We have at least 60% the same. Yes. In the top five, I mean. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm confused as to what you put as your number one. Because I've got one and we both like the film. What's your number five? My number five yeah. is Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Because I just really love it. It's such a good film. And the, like, it's the closest thing we're going to get to Planet Hulk. <laughs> which does sadden me a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, come on, you can't complain. You're getting Hulk being a gladiator. Yeah, I think he, I think the CGI for Hulk is a little bit ropey in the gladiator in the fight scene. But when Hulk is being Hulk... And you can see Mark Ruffalo in there, and I yeah. love Mark Ruffalo as Hulk, so win-win. <laughs> yeah. I just really like it. It's such a good... I like the... Uh... Also, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Um, I, I like the Thor and Loki dynamic, and the fact that like Thor is just done with Loki's shit in this one. He's not falling for his tricks anymore, he's like... Yeah, yeah, I knew you'd betray me, so I'll put an electric thing on you. Also, uh, I'm off to be a hero. You can stay here and be in pain. Fuck also, off. Also, perhaps my favourite ever tie-in 
to the wider cinematic universe. The Doctor Strange. With you Doctor mean. Strange. Yeah, it is it's, pretty good. It's really a short, snappy, entertaining. It doesn't belittle Thor. Yeah. It doesn't belittle Loki because they're both just like, what in the? Fuck it kind of does belittle Loki a little bit. For the fun of it, but, but like, who cares? Doctor like Strange doesn't allow him to get into petty fights. And yeah. He just goes, no, go back. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Really good film. Sound also. Gorgeous. I uh, love Immigrant Song. Yeah. And it's just so nice. Number five is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We've done another swap. Uh, this Why one. Put this one higher than Ragnarok. This one is somehow one of the funniest and most emotional of the bunch, as well as being as well as easily the most visually colourful and impressive. Yes. Guardians. Oh, I forgot to say an emotional bit of Yondu time. Yeah. Guardians two takes everything that works in the first one and cranks it up to eleven. So it is understandable that some people prefer this to volume one, uh, but I don't. It refines the implementation of music from the first, and it knows exactly how to not overuse Baby Groot, which I'm very glad for. Yeah, this one was the one uh, where I came closest to crying. I didn't, but Yondu's death scene is fucking emotional, man. And especially when, like, Kraglin goes mental because he sees all the fireworks and stuff. Yeah. So... Rocket is really good in this. So, um, what have you got Guardians 1? Have you'll you find out. You'll oh, find out. I've not said it yet. Okay. So it's just Yondu's death, man. Yeah. <laughs> May have been your father, but it was never your daddy. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. The heartstrings, man. They were just pulled. I never expected it from the Guardians <laughs> to just be so emotional. Well, there was one bit in the first one. Yeah. But this one was just so good. Oh, right. Number four? What's your number four? Guardians 1. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. ooh. So, ooh, your, your number so one. So, you want to you wanna, what's, say a little bit about Guardians 1? Since you're getting intense now. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, people say it to death as perhaps the greatest thing that's ever happened. But the music choices, love them. They're so good. Mm. The location design's great. The characters, yep. great. Yep. Set pieces, great. Yep. It's just all so... Let's... Vinicio Del Toro as well. Yep. He steals it in some of this. Yeah. He also steals it in another film where he's got even less time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. It's just... It's just such a good film. Yeah. It's so good. There's emotion to it. I yeah. mean, Ronan is a bit flat, but... I think Ronan is better than people say he is, because I can... By the fact that, like, the fact that everyone, all the other characters are, like, genuinely scared of him, to me, that kind of validates him more as a real threat than, like, Malekith or Yellowjacket. You can say he's a bit flat as a, yeah. as a villain, but you're just like, well, what does he do in the comics? He's just a big threatening presence who's a bitch to fight. Yeah. So, I've got no qualms with Yeah. Him. I do have a bit of a qualm with his design. But he is the correct blue, so. Yeah. Good on you. My number four is yes. Captain America, the first Avenger. Ooh. You um, can put this one rather high. Almost definitely way higher on this list than it should be. Yeah, I I will say that. I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's top five material. It's, the first it's Avenger okay. understands how integral World War Two is to the character of Captain America, so it goes for a period piece and absolutely nails it. It does. It's a shame Hugo Weaving didn't enjoy this because he's really good. And Evans always feels like a small man in a big man's body, even though the skinny sleeve 
CGI doesn't really hold up. Yeah, it's it's just. Jo- I just love it, especially the uh, the USO stage show, the Star Spangled Man sequence. Very good, very very good. Also, like the also, costume. Mm. Also, mm. also the line where you freeze the guys and say, "I punched Adolf Hitler in the face." Yeah, like two over two hundred times, and they're all just like, "No." You sure you know what you're doing? I've knocked out Adolf Hitler over two hundred times, and they were like, "Oh shit!" Why didn't you kill him? <laughs> <laughs> I like how I none just, of them think of that. I just like you've knocked him out. I just think times. that I just like the period setting is so. Go- I just love it so much. It's so cool. And like I, I, I think it's. I don't even think it's the best of Phase One. What am I on about? But it's so it's really good. I'm feeling I know what your favourite phase one is. Really, really good. Well, I mean, there's only one left. So I mean we've both got it left. We do. It is there we our, go, it is top, top three. three. We We oh no, we've not quite got the same top three. No, we don't. No, we don't. So um What's your number three, Paul? Iron Man. Let me just Yep, Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man number three. It's it's the one that kicked it off. Yeah. It's the <clears throat> one that's done Tony Stark the most justice. It's just so good. The first is still one of the best. It is. Which is even more impressive considering Iron Man didn't even have a fully finished script when it started filming. Yes. Danny Genius casting was a stroke of genius. Yes, it was. And Jeff Bridges is one of the more underrated one-off villains... Although he's there more to serve Tony's story than to have his own. It's just, it's just so, good. It's so good. It's got the best Iron Man suit in it, the Mark III. It's, the, be- it's the best. Okay. Don't argue with me, it is. Alright, fine then. Um, it's, it's got Coulson in it. It's, it's got just it's, in it. It's got Yinsen in it. It's got the badass Mark I. It's so good. It's also got the Mark II, which I think is quite underrated considering what it is. It's a tech test. Yeah. It's just a tech test and it looks glorious and it also gives it a reason for the gold. Yeah. And it's just... it's. And then it becomes War Machine later. And then there's just so many logical steps yeah. to the, the process of Iron Man. It's like, you see the Mark One, and it's just like, Super genius. Yeah, they managed to make the really shit-looking original Iron Man design, like, have a realistic, bulky, built-it-in-a-cave look, and it's so good. And, and, like, it's fairly comic-accurate as well, considering the conditions it built. I mean, it's not perfect, considering Mm, that he was held captive by a different group, and he had to do a different thing to escape. Yeah, but, like... I mean, come on. You put two super geniuses in a cave... One of whom knows how to create a nearly infinite power source. Yeah. And who needs it for an electromagnet slash escape plan. And you give them, I don't know, the materials from several massive high-tech missiles. Yeah. It is believable enough for a comic book movie. And also Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Oh. Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave! This is... We're a box of scraps! This is... The best line in the entire MCU. Fight me. Don't at me. Or do! At the underscore master underscore cast! Hey! Or at mastercast official. On Instagram. On Instagram. Hey! So, uh... <laughs> so, uh... No, th- this is pretty much... It, this. What I'm going to say is pretty much stolen from Cinewins. But, like... 
I mean, you Jin- did steal Tommy Lee Jones doesn't even care from Cinema Wins. Yeah, no, Tommy Lee Jones doesn't fucking care. <laughs> but it's... It's the the what makes him such a great villain is the way he invades personal space. Yeah. So yeah, he just invades personal space. He's just oh, a, yeah, he's he an up close, intimate, yeah. intimidating. Villain. Yeah. And it's just so it's a change from well when it's as at the time of release there isn't many villains to compare. To, in fact, there isn't any villain to compare. Yeah. To. But when you watch the MCU as a whole, it's just like holy shit. It, this man is scary. Yeah, like not in a room with him. No, 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 no. No, I'd be, I'd be shit scared. He's more intimidating than Thanos. Definitely, P- probably because you know he's not super powered. Yeah, but he'd still fuck you up. Yeah, oh, just, yeah. just with his words. <laughs> just with his words, because it's, you know it's Jeff fucking Bridges. So, uh, what is your number two? Avengers Infinity War. It's so fucking good, man. Shut up, helicopter. It's so good. <clears throat> it is very good. It's insanely good. Yeah. It ties in every. I know you don't like Mark Ruffalo's bits as Bruce Banner. I quite like. He's him. all right. He's fine. He's just gets shown up a little bit I mean, by the rest of the cast. I mean, you can pretty much sum up the quality of this film with just the opening, the attack on the Asgard ship. That is just so good. Yeah. It's. Mm, the presence of Thanos is just so fucking good. Everything about it is just so good. I love, apart from the fact that they couldn't call him Black Dwarf. Why? Call Obsidian's a cool name. It's a better name. It's, it's a better name. Also, they haven't got Super Giant. I don't give a shit, mate. Uh, fine then. Do you think my number one is the same as your number one? Let's address the elephant in the room. We both haven't said Winter Soldier yet. So, and, is Winter Soldier you, my number one? And what's the other one you haven't uh, said? Uh, 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 uh. I'm not telling you. The other one you haven't said is Guardians. Do you think Winter Soldier <laughs> is my number one? Call it now, come on. No. I don't think it is. Number two, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Oh! <laughs> I knew it because this was going to be a subjective list and you think it is. I'm going to call it now. It's the objectively the best yeah. MCU film. One no. of uh, one look at the Winter Soldier and it's not hard to see whether Russo's got promoted to directing Infinity War and Endgame. Uh, as they manage to... They take a character who was sort of cool in their previous films and turn him into a straight grade A badass. Nick Fury's death is a bit cheap in hindsight, but it's a serviceable way to kick the plot into gear, although the way he first escapes the Winter Soldier is both stupidly baffling and bafflingly stupid. Yes. The way he cuts a hole in the ground. With his lightsaber. That's the like the only dumb thing, that's the only bad thing in this film. With his lightsaber. Yeah. I mean Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Good film. Objectively best film yeah. ever. So, so brilliant. This, this, well, you could say this is objectively the best film. Perhaps, objectively the second best film is Infinity War. Possibly, yeah. With the, with the amount of stuff that's just... Kind of oh, yeah. It. I mean, the, 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 the way they managed to balance it all is incredible. I will give them that. Yeah. So, is, is your number one? Number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Number one is Guardians of the Galaxy because it's Guardians of the Galaxy. 
James Gunn takes a bunch of characters you've never heard of, including a talking tree and a fucking raccoon, and makes them A-listers overnight. Its choice to use 70s and 80s music is damn near perfect, its plot jumps from set piece to set piece without ever feeling like it's going too fast, and it's got Howard the Duck in its post credit scene, What's Not to Love. Yeah. And, of course, my number one the is Winter the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I just love it so, so much. That's it. So let's let's just get your list up so we can compare them now. We've said them all. Yeah. So you, Have you gone? Would you like me to fix it? Oh, yeah, because you've still got uh, some... Ant-Man. Dose, I can't be honest. No, you didn't put Ant-Man. Oh, shit. I put Ant-Man. You put Ant-Man 2. One, and then Ant-Man 2. And then I did Homecoming Below Guardians. Yeah, you did Cap 1 above Thor. I did. See, Paul's done. Guardians. Guardians. Homecoming. And then I did Cap 1 above Thor. Okay. So how many of them do we get the same? I don't think we had any that were the same, did we? I don't think so, no. Uh, Oh, Iron Man 2. Uh, Iron Man was. Iron Man 2 was. (laughs) Just the Iron Man's. (laughs) Well, Iron Man 3 wasn't. Uh, I don't think anything else was the same, was it? it Ragnarok and... Ragnarok and... Guardians... Two. Two. We're swapped around. So. Wait, did I put Infinity War? You put Infinity War at like number five, number six? Damn, I put. Was it top? Oh, I, I switched it around there. Okay. Well, Ragnarok and Infinity War are. So. Would you like a recap of our 21s? 21. Thor the Dark World. Hulk. 20. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. 19, The Incredible Hulk. Civil War. Number 18, Avengers Age of Ultron. Captain Marvel. 17, Captain America Civil War. Thor the Dark World. 16, Spider-Man Homecoming. Iron Man 3. Uh, 15, Ant-Man. Avengers. 14, Captain Marvel. Black Panther. 13, Thor. Ant-Man. 12, Doctor Strange. Ant-Man and the Wasp. 11, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Doctor Strange. <laughs> 10, Black Panther. Age of Ultron. 9, Iron Man 3. 4. 8, The Avengers. Captain America, The First Avenger. And then I think I've... Hang on, because I've done this the wrong way. I've mixed up here mm. Infinity War and Ragnarok, I think. Have you? Yeah, so when I put Ragnarok... What? Above Infinity War... Change that around. Six? No, yeah. Seven is Ragnarok for me, even though I said it was six. It's seven. Okay. Ragnarok. That was homecoming for me. Six, Infinity War. Six, Guardians 2. Five, Guardians 2. Five, Ragnarok. (laughs) Uh, Four, the first Avenger. Guardians of the Galaxy. Three, Iron Iron Man. Man. Two, the Winter Soldier. Infinity War. And one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Winter Soldier. Ooh. So they're sort of the same, apart from... Massive. You, apart from you like uh, 
Age of Ultron and Homecoming a lot more than me. As well as Dark World. I mean, but you I'm... like Civil War, Black Panther, and Iron Man 3 a lot less than me. And Avengers. Hmm. A lot less than me. So... I mean, you were going to say that your list was edgy. I thought, my, I thought, I thought there was no way you would put Civil War that low, especially not lower. Fucking hell, man. You said yours was edgy, and then you, I think, did you run it through past Sarah? Uh, yeah, I ran it past my sister. And she was just like, mm. Mm, yeah. And, and, and then there was mine. And then there was yours, which was really edgy. Wow. My opinion. Yeah, well, you know. Um, it's, it's. I think Civil War's really gone down since it released, hasn't it? Yeah, it just has. generally people people still really like it, but I think it's just an Avengers movie that they called Captain America. It is, and, and made Captain America the main character. That's why it suffers. Yeah, because the only problem is the whole point of Captain America. He is World War Two man. Yeah, and the minute you take him out of World War Two, he sort of loses. A little bit of his job. Yeah. Although when you did put Winter Soldier at number one, so... Because that was him adapting to the town <laughs> very, very fucking well. So, out of the three phases, which you think is, like, the best overall phase? Oh, sweet Jesus. The phases are dis- distinguished by their Avengers films, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Avengers is phase one. Age of Ultron is phase two. Infinity War is phase three. Oh, God. It's so difficult. I think I don't know. I want to say I kind of want to say phase three, but I also don't. But like that one's got an advantage because it's got more. Yeah, it does. It's got nine. But what? If I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but phase two is Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World, Captain America: Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then that's it, isn't it? What's this? Phase, phase two, two, Iron Man 3, Dark World, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Edge of Ultron, and Ant-Man. Ooh, maybe. You want to say phase two? Maybe. I'm kind of... I don't know, man. I'm kind of leaning towards phase one. Phase phase one is damn good. Considering... Because through, I mean, half of... Right, well, let's think about it, oh, yeah? Half of... In terms of, like, what's in my top ten, half of... Patch, no. No. Phase one has two... In, in my top five, there's two phase one... Two phase two, yeah, and a phase three, yeah. In my top five, there was a phase two, a phase three, a phase one, Iron Man, phase two again because Guardians of the Galaxy. You had number four, didn't you? Yeah, and then number five, I believe, was Ragnarok. Phase three. Okay. So mine's pretty balanced. And then in what's in your five to six? Hang a minute. It's the dog. I mean, six to six to ten. Six to ten. Yeah, what's in your six to ten? Six to ten is Guardians Two, which is phase three. Homecoming, which is phase three. Capcom, which is phase one. Thor, which is phase one. And Ultron. I right, see. Two. I've got Infinity War, Ragnarok, and Black Panther, which are all phase three, and then Avengers and Iron Man three, which are phase one and phase two respectively. Which means in my top ten, I've got. Three phase one, three phase two, and four. I'll just phase three. I'm just altering the list to I think include what phases they're in, so you can look better. Uh, Yeah, Guardians Three is phase two, isn't it? 
Well, God used to his face very easily. Yeah. Jesus, what? Different numbers have never been harder. That's the phase one. That's also phase one. And this is the end of phase two. Ant-Man. Well, I call Ultron the end of phase two. Yeah, but Ant-Man is the phase end of phase two. I know. So, I have... In the top five, two phase twos, which are both higher than the phase threes, and yeah. sandwiched in the middle of them is Iron Man 1. And then in the six to ten, I have two phase threes, two phase ones, and one phase two. So overall, I have four phase threes in my top ten. Yeah, so do I. I think that's due to the fact... There's that more... There is, there is more, and they're all generally better quality, because they really got the hang of it then. Yeah, they got into the groove. Right, what what about in your bottom five, then? Uh, bottom five, oh, Jesus. Maths. Maths. Oh, for fuck's sake, this is literally, it's just the same Hulk's one. as in my top five, in terms of the number of them. Iron Man 2's one... Civil War is three. three. Captain Marvel's three. And Dark World is two. So it's two threes, two ones, and a two. Yeah, I've got I've got a three, two twos, and two ones. Yeah. Uh, so um, I th- I guess phase. Th- My gut feeling I want to go phase one, but I don't know. As much as as much as I think twenty fourteen was just the best year for Marvel Studios, it just it was not well, in top. That's not a, that's not a thing thing. That's a no. But um, Phase Two as a whole is not quite there. Even though Iron Man Three is really good, Winter Soldier and Guardians are my top two. And but like Thor, the Dark World is bad. Age of Ultron is a mess, and Ant Man is just fine. Um, <clears throat> I mean, just. Yeah, it's know. hard trying to say which phase is the best. I'm too right. Fuck it. I'm going phase one. You going phase one? Go instinct phase one. Okay. Iron Man, uh, First Avenger, The Avengers, Thor. They're all really good. Incredible Hulk. I quite like. It's just Iron Man two, which is fine. It's, it's still sort of enjoyable. It's just a bit meh. Bait, uh, Avengers baiting. I mean. I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I mean, just because of our list, it seems to be the one that we just generally like. Yeah. That was our Marvel rankings. Yeah. By no means are any of the Marvel films particularly bad. No, I don't don't think any of them are objectively bad. No. I think at worst they are a bit messy and bland. Yeah, and you know what? That's a testament to them because they've pumped out twenty one two one. films, two, but we haven't seen the second one. Three, three because far from home, far from home. Although that's in which uh, apparently is now the end of phase three. Oh, instead of Endgame because oh, fuck off. I know it's just dumb in it. God damn it, Spider Man! You're ruining all the fucking continuities. So, um, 
By no means are any of them bad films. They're all really great. They've, yeah. all, they've pumped out 21 films so far that we've yep. seen. And to have all of them be in the good yeah. bracket of film. At least. Good or better. Yeah. Is 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 just astonishing. Because, I mean, what? Harry Potter, they've done eight films. Well, they've done ten films, if you count the two Fantastic Beasts films. Harry Potter have done eight films. Fantastic Beasts 1 is good. Harry Potter has done nine films. <laughs> hey, listen, mate. You haven't had to watch Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, yeah, whose fault is that? Not mine. I'm going to keep it that way. I mean, when you compare it to the DCEU... That's just atrocious. Man of Steel. Can we class... Look, it's Jesus! Can we class Batman as separate to the DCEU? Well, not DCEU Batman as separate to the DCEU, but like the Dark Knight. And and the Lego Batman movie. And the Lego... Yeah, because they're not in the DCEU, you fucking idiot. The DCEU is Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, (laughs) Wonder Woman... That's Justice League, oh, Jesus. Aquaman and Shazam. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, Marvel, just, just this. They're good. They, yeah. are, they are just a money-printing and good movie-making studio. Do you think you will cry at Endgame? Because people have. People who don't cry have cried at Endgame. And that's the thing, because I was going to say I'm not normally a person who yeah. cries in films. Well, people who don't cry at films have cried at Endgame. Chris Evans apparently cried six times during it. God. And he's more man than any of us could dream to be. Jesus wept. I've... No, Chris Evans wept. <laughs> yeah, no, Jesus wept. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> just, just... You mean Peter Capaldi? Oh, God. Peter Capaldi is my Jesus. I know he's your Jesus. <laughs> your religion is rather small, Johnny. My religion is the best religion. Fuck Christianity. And get in trouble for that. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just. I don't know if I'll cry. I don't cry. know if you can hear my wild dog mascot of the channel. I don't. I don't know if I'll cry. If I cry, I cry, and I'll weep like a fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, this has been fun. It has been immensely fun. And uh, if you are still listening, <laughs> to you. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, let us know your ranking if you want to, or maybe just your top and bottom three or five or whatever, I don't know. Put it down in the comments. Yeah. Um, no, genuinely, we'd be really interested to see. Yeah. Um, if you, like, dispute... Tell us how um, retarded we are for putting Civil War so low. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually. So, if you if you have any kind of commentary on the list or you'd like to have a bit of a discussion about it just YouTube comments yeah let us know because I think that'll actually be a pretty engaging thing yeah because this is bound to like just go oh it's a Marvel recap might as well do that yeah please don't it's raining it rain if Ethan if you comment spoilers about Endgame I'll kill you I'm not because he's watching it right now Ooh. As we're recording, he's watching Endgame. Oh, well, prick. He's he's what he's gonna do. Yeah, is he's gonna? He said he's gonna tell me his general feeling about the film. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I'll take that one. But I have threatened to several people: if you ruin Endgame, you will no longer have testicles. <laughs> <laughs>
That has been my threat to someone if they spoil anything. That's fair <laughs> enough. Um, I just love the fact that the whole like MCU community has just gone together and just gone, don't spoil that again. Um, don't be So, it. yeah, so that's... Um, that's it's really raining now, isn't it? Wow. Um, that's our ranking. Um, also, we're going to be doing more Mastercast minis. There will be about five going up. Uh, well, at least four. Are we going to p- release one on Monday? Because the original plan was to do one every Monday. But We might do one on Monday. We might have one on Monday. But if not, you'll, you already had two this week. You're getting one tomorrow if you're listening to this on the Friday. It goes up. Have to shout over the rain. <laughs> We're going to have a spoiler-free review of Endgame up on the Sunday, which will either be just me or both of us, or maybe just Paul, but probably not. I uh, can do a spoiler-free one. Yeah, but I mean filming yourself, Paul. It's big for you. Yeah, shit. Um, what's that? I can't hear you. It might be a problem because cameras. Ah. Sorry, Patch. I know I shouted. Uh, Johnny shouted first. Wasn't me. So that's oh now the dogs okay getting wrap it up quick wrap it up <laughs> back it up back it up just back it up back it up back it up back it up come on okay so if you want Mar- if you want to tell your own Marvel rankings put it in the comments if you dispute any of our claims oh my god <laughs> it's think, all going to shit I think we're really just thick for doing anything yeah Let which we are. Because, come on, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, stop fighting facts, quick. Go! Bye-bye! Bye.